0: Hey guys, welcome back to Brooks Books. In this episode, I'll be reviewing The Loser's Club by Andrew Clements. And the featured author will be Kate DiCamillo. The first week of December, month of Christmas, or Hanukkah or Kwanzaa, if you have a different religion, but anyways, I'm so excited, my family really decked out on Christmas decorations this year, it looks like a Christmas bomb went off in our living room, but anyways, I love it, we got a 9 foot tree this year since we moved into a bigger house, so it's really tall, but my friend has an even taller tree, it's like 15 foot or something, But anyways, I love The Loser's Club. I'm completely absorbed in it whenever I read it. I've read it twice, and the second time I read it, I finished it in one day. Granted, it is only 227 pages, which is pretty small to me, but still, it was that good. I also got this book from the series review podcast, so go check that podcast out if you haven't yet. I don't have any emails or comments this episode, so make sure to send them in. Also, send in shoutouts a week in advance, because I'm recording two episodes every time I record, so I won't add them to the episode if you send them late, hoping for the next week. So, I guess it's time for the summary. Alex Spencer loves to read. He's gotten in trouble for it a lot, though. He reads everywhere, in class, at dinner, in the car, you name it. I read in the car, but not in class, and at dinner. But anyways, in all his free time, he was reading. But when Ms. Vance, the principal, says she's on her last straw and he'll have to go to summer school if he keeps reading in class, Alex n- knows he needs to turn it around. Otherwise, he won't go on his annual vacation to the lake. So he re- he creates the Losers Club, a club where he can just sit and read after school. And besides, no one would want to join a club with that title, right? As I said before, this book was by Andrew Clements, a beloved New York Times bestselling author. Some of you might know him from his book, Friendle. He's written a lot of other books, so I'm only going to list a few. Uh, The School Story, The Friendship War, and The Report Card. But he's also written like a billion stories, so uh, go check him out if you like this one a lot. Time for the first chapter. Chapter 1. What happens next? A bright red plastic chair sat in the hallway outside the door of the principal's office. This chair was known as the hot seat, and at 9.15 on a Tuesday morning, Alec Spencer was in it. During his years at Bald Ridge Elementary School, Alec had visited the hot seat a lot. He had lost count somewhere in the middle of fifth grade. This morning's visit was the very first time he'd been sent to the principal's office during 6th grade. Except, this was also the very first day of school, so Alec had been a 6th grader for less than 45 minutes. A kid could end up in the hot seat at least a hundred different ways. Most of them were pretty standard, talking back to a teacher, bullying or shoving and punching, throwing food in the cafeteria, stuff like that. But Alec was a special case. Every time he had landed in the hot seat, he had been caught doing something that teachers usually liked, like reading. It wasn't about what he was reading or how he was reading. It was always because of where and when he was reading. Maybe his mom and dad were to blame for spending all those hours reading to him when he was very little. Or maybe the sailor dog was to blame, or the very hungry caterpillar, or possibly the cat in the hat. But there was no doubt that Alec had loved books from the get-go. Once he had found a beginning, he had to get to the middle, because the middle always led to the end of the story. And no matter what, Alec had to know what happened next. Today's situation was a perfect example. Just 20 minutes earlier, Alec had been in first period art class and Miss Bowden had passed out papers and pencils to everyone. Then she said, I want each of you to make a quick sketch of this bowl of apples, and don't put your name on the paper. In five minutes, I'm going to collect the sketches and tape them up on the wall, and then we're going to talk about what we see. Alright, please begin. From across the art room, Alec had looked like he was hunched over his paper hard at work. But when Miss Bowden got closer, she had discovered that Alec was hunched over a book, reading, reading, something that had happened many, many times in the past years, so Miss Bowden instantly sent him off to see the principal. The second period bell rang, and the hallway outside the principal's office filled up with kids, which was one of the worst parts of being in the hot seat. If you got sent to the, to see Miss Vance, the whole school knew about it. However, Alec wasn't sitting there in the hot seat. He was also reading. It was a book called The High King, and in his mind, Alec held a sword in his hand as he ran beside the main character, battling to save a kingdom. The bell, the kids, the laughing, and the talking to Alec, all that seemed like sound, coming from some TV show in the other room. But a loud voice suddenly demanded his attention. Hey, can you guys smell something? Without looking up from his book, Alec knew the voice. It belonged to Kent Blair, a kid who lived on a street, a kid who used to be his friend. These days, Kent was very popular and very annoying, and he always laughed when Alec got in trouble. Kent was also in Alec's first period art class, so him showing up like this, it wasn't a coincidence. Um, so that f- section from the first chapter was introducing you basically to the story, obviously, um, and the problems Alec is going to face uh, along the story. Uh, this, is one of, this is a one-book series and there are no add-ons to it. Without further ado, time for the featured author... Kate DiCamillo. Kate DiCamillo is a beloved author of Because of Winn-Dixie and Florine Ulysses, to name two of her amazing books. I've definitely read multiple of her books and loved them. Her parents are Adolf DiCamillo and Betty DiCamillo. She has a brother named Kurt Disamilo. Um Kate DiCamillo is not married and does not have any kids. That was a lot of DiCamillos. Um, she must be really dedicated to her writing if she doesn't have any kids. But, um, she's 58 years old and she is still living today, still writing stories. I believe she just published one last year. Um, so now for the fun facts. Kate makes herself write two pages a day on the book she's writing. She says the easiest part of writing is coming up with silly names for her characters. And lastly, when Kate DiCamillo wrote her first novel because of Winn-Dixie, she received 473 rejection letters over six years. I would have definitely given up by two. I feel like I would be really discouraged, so... Mm, she's pretty brave uh well thank you for joining me for this episode and stay tuned next week for my next episode and remember to email me at brooksbooks13 at gmail.com for book recommendations or shout outs thank you bye